Welcome to our podcast. We're a mother-daughter duo with a twist. I'm Taya, and I was adopted. And I'm Roz, her birth mom. I went on a search at the age of 36, and I found her. Listen in as we come together to unpack the layers of our journey. Welcome back to I Found Her, where we discuss all things adoption and reunion, but with a twist. I'm Taya, and with me is my birth mom, Roz. How are you today, Roz? I feel great, Taya. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I've got a lot of questions today, so we're going to probably get into a few things from our previous episodes. So yeah, but I'm feeling okay. pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. So I think that after our last episode, there was just a lot of questions, as I was saying. And I've mentioned in previous podcast episodes that ever so often I'm going to put on that therapist hat. So today I think is one of those days where I want to put on the therapist hat and ask a few more questions. And you're welcome as well to piggyback and maybe ask me some questions about how I'm thinking and feeling. So that way, you know, we're both in a sense reflecting and connecting to how we're feeling and the process that we've been on so far as we start our fifth episode. Any questions, anything that that you're thinking of in advance before I pose my first question to you? Well, you're the therapist, darling. So I will take <laughs> your lead and ask me whatever questions you'd like, and then it might trigger something in my mind. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. So we definitely shared two big moments in our last episode. And so one of the things that came up for me is the day of our actual reunion. It was December 26, 2006. And that was the day that we first laid eyes on each other and embraced for the first time. And you had shared how when you saw me that moment, you, you felt like things slowed down, that I looked like a baby at first glance. And I can't help but think that that had to have something to do with your experience of me when you gave birth. You had shared how you were told not to look at me after you gave birth. And so I'm I'm curious about, you know, again, the first thing you saw when you saw me was me as a child. So what what are your thoughts there? What what would you say was maybe the reason why I looked like a baby when you first saw me on the 26th of December in 2006? Oh yes. It was really like a surreal moment. And mm -hmm. it really did look like everything became slow motion. From the time I walked in the door 
and looked around the living room at everybody until I focused just on you. I didn't get to look at you when you were born. So it was kind of like a quick flashback, imagining you as a baby learning how to walk, wobbling with every step. I was probably the one wobbling. <laughs> mm -hmm. So when you approached me and we hugged, then it became real time. Okay. And we enjoyed that moment, finally embracing each other. Took lots of pictures. Yes. And it's a moment I'll never forget. It was the best day of my life. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. So one of our listeners actually sent in a question. And I think it would be appropriate to share that question and get your response. They asked this listener, so this kind of goes back to when you had talked about, you know, my name and how my name was an important part of how you tracked me. It was your reference point. And so our listener said, how did you feel about my adoptive parents changing my name? Was it hard shifting in your mind from the birth name that you gave me, Dina, to Taya when you met me? Hey, Taya, we have fan mail. <laughs> yes, yes. thank you to our listeners. Yeah. And thank you for the question. So let me see, how can I respond to this? First of all, Taya's adoptive parents had every right to choose a name that they really liked. So I was totally accepting of the name Taya. They raised her with, and I love it. Mm -hmm. Now, at first, I was thinking about the question about changing from Dina to Taya, and it was a little interesting. It was kind of hard shifting from Dina because that's the only name I knew right. for 36 years. And I think I made a few mistakes mm -hmm. in the beginning of our reunion and called her Dina. <laughs> but Taya was the only name that she knew. So I quickly had to adapt to that. She is the beautiful daughter that I gave birth to, raised by her wonderful parents. So she could be called Dina or Taya in my mind, but in actuality, she has a lovely name, Taya. Yeah, I, I hope that answered our listeners' question. Yeah, I do too. I, I think it's interesting because I, I feel like in our last episode, I had said to you that when when I was, you know, making the decision to use Pamela Slayton um, to find you, she had asked, you know, do you know if you have, you know, a different name? And I was like, huh? Like, what? What do you mean? And she shared how, you know, oftentimes on the original birth certificate, there is, you know, a birth name. 
And then when you are adopted, the amended birth certificate, you know, the parent may choose to change the name. And and I remember kind of like, that would be weird, like to think that I had a different name, but that actually was my first time recognizing that my birth certificate with, was actually an amended birth certificate as opposed to the original, because all I knew was what was provided for me, you know? So I, I think it's it reminds me with this question similar that you in a sense had to flip, right? Because you referenced and knew me as Dina in your mind. I only knew myself as Taya, then we meet and now you're having to flip to Taya. I haven't had to flip to Dina, <laughs> which you know, right. is just a funny thought to think about. Like, what would that look like if, you know, I flipped for a few days, <laughs> just had everyone reference me as Dina? <laughs> yeah, that would have been funny. <laughs> yeah, I may just have to play around with that. That's a, that's a pretty cool thought. But yeah, I think it's, it's again, it's that that splitting you know, from from something that you knew me as all these years and then me knowing myself as one thing all these years and just kind of recognizing that, hey, you know, I've got I've got two names, basically. I do. Mm -hmm. I do have two names. Right. Mm -hmm. And at this point, you know, what people know me as is Taya. But yeah, I, I actually don't remember you. And of course, it's it's probably because at that time it was you know, so many other things going on, but I don't remember you slipping up and calling me Dina. <laughs> yeah, I remember. And mm -hmm. I laughed mm -hmm. when we had one of our conversations and I said, mm -hmm. oops. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Very cool, very cool. So continuing to kind of unpack some of the things that we had in our, our other episode, the the other thing that came to mind was in our fourth episode, the letter. So mm -hmm. in in you reading that letter and and that being our point of connection, you had also stated how you had only shared this information with your husband. And then at the time of the you know placement of me or relinquishment of me at birth. Of course, my grandparents knew and my aunt, your oldest sister knew, but no one else knew yeah. about me. There was a story that was, I guess, you were told to say things in such a way um, so as to maintain that secret. And, and actually, I'm just wondering, was that an agreed upon thing that you know, you hold that secret. Was that was that something that was was discussed with family, with your parents, with my grandparents that we're not going to talk about this? They probably didn't say it exactly like that, but the way they put it to me was essentially because you went away and you do not have your baby, you cannot talk about this. And that was like the agreement I had with my parents. 
And my older sister knew because she was older. So she, poor thing, when I think about it, had to keep that secret as well. I wonder how hard it was for her. I don't yeah. think I ever asked her. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so you're saying there wasn't moments where you and her would just be one-on-one -on -one and you guys would maybe reference the time you went away? I'm sure there were because me and my sister were close mm -hmm. and she probably felt bad but didn't want to make me feel worse mm -hmm. because she knew yeah. that I was scared and worried and had to keep it secret based on mm -hmm. our parents telling us not to yeah. talk about it. Okay, yeah. So, so it becomes the secret that you then navigate for 36 years. Of course, my brain just went to had I not found you at 36, it may have just continued to be a secret. It's possible, it's possible. But I'm, I'm curious as to how you navigated then telling everyone, you know, once the letter is in hand and you've agreed that you wanna meet with me, how did you navigate telling everyone after 36 years? Well, that was very interesting. I immediately told my parents, the secret is over. Mm -hmm. And I shared your letter with them and they were happy. Then I told my children, your sister mm -hmm. and brother. They were also happy, but they had this quizzical, I guess you could say, look on their face like, mm -hmm. what? When did this happen? Mm -hmm. My son said, well, now I have two sisters. <laughs> <laughs> and then my daughter said, wow, I've had an older sister all this time? Mm. And then she laughed and said, well, I guess that makes me the middle child. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I said, well, so am I, because I have two sisters and two brothers, and I'm kind of in the middle, too. So. We left it off because, you know, there's this funny joke going around about the middle child. Yeah. And she probably said, wait a minute, I'm the middle child now. What's going to happen? Mm -hmm. Are they going to pick on me? <laughs> <laughs> and maybe if we were all raised together, you guys could have because of your personality. Right. So anyway, then it was time for me to tell my sisters and brothers. And I couldn't sleep all night trying to figure out how to tell them. Should I call each of them or explain it in a letter or email at the same time so that I don't have to repeat the story okay. four or five times? So I decided to do both. And I asked each of them to call me after they read my message. Then all of a sudden, it was like an earthquake. Wait, why didn't you tell me? I didn't even know. So that's why you were gone mm. that summer. Hmm. Their questions 
didn't stop. Okay. I was probably on the phone all day with each of them, answering the same questions and putting it together and say, check my letter that I sent you, mm -hmm. the email, so that you have more details. Mm -hmm. I couldn't help, but my baby brother, I mean, he was very young. Mm -hmm. And he wouldn't have known even if he was told because right. it didn't register. Mm -hmm. So now all they could do was ask questions. I answered all of them. And now we could wait for the celebration when everyone would meet you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That had to be the word that comes to mind, like a floodgate, if you know, if you will because you're holding this secret for 36 years and then you're telling and then of course everyone's asking questions like you said you did send an email to give more context but right in the immediate moment when people are calling and they're shocked and they're learning this they're just going to ask the questions and and get get it in real time right mm -hmm. and and so i'm thinking wow you're you're having the floodgates open from completely shut down and now openly you know expressing was there was there any uncomfortable feelings you had in you know telling you know everyone Actually, no, Okay. because when I got your letter, I felt a release, mm -hmm. like I could stand on a mountaintop and tell the world, and it didn't matter personally yeah. what people thought. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little, you know, because we all have feelings yeah, yeah. and we want to be accepted mm -hmm. by people family or friends. And so maybe there was a little, but it was like, I had to hold that secret. Yeah. And now I'm telling it because I'm free to do so. Mm. So this is how I feel. Accept it or not, we're moving on. Yeah. And I'm going to have my daughter in my arms soon and let's just go with it. And my children, your sister and brother, they were probably the most closest to me to feel my passion mm -hmm. about that. And they were ready to meet their sister. Mm -hmm. Everyone else, the questions, the why did that happen? I don't think anybody was upset. Mm -hmm. with our parents because they made that decision because I told them. So it's like, oh, wow, this is interesting. Well, let's meet Taya. Let's get on mm -hmm. with the business of living yeah. and enjoying her back in your life and now in our life. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. It It, it makes me think about um how we had talked about you know the from our last episode to hey i actually you know we spent the day 
and we broke bread, as I said, in, in, in my parents' home. And then the, the next step was that I was going to travel, you know, to your house. And you said this in, in our previous episode, and I'm going to say it in this one. I can't believe I did that. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like I feel like I went against probably when I referenced that I was part of an adoption support group. And, you know, they were saying that you may want to make the reunion its own thing and not, you know, have all the family dynamics. And I know based on how I'm wired, me coming to your house, even though I know we've got, you know, several months of, of us on the phone talking, you know, every Sunday, right? We started, yeah, we started carving out time on Sundays to just talk. And we sent emails. Um, I remember the emails where we were like, okay, we're gonna send our picture of each other. And and yeah, and back then, you know, the internet wasn't so fast. <laughs> My husband was behind me watching and it was like okay we've got to wait for your full picture to show up and then just the anticipation of seeing your picture for the first time and of course dissecting that picture because that would yep. be my first time seeing someone look like me yeah so so we're we're you know definitely getting to know each other yes our only visual was you know through pictures but me coming to your house that's a that was a huge step you know that's a huge step to to physically come into your home and to stay with you for a couple of days again talk about anxiety provoking that was very anxiety provoking i think had we not spent as much time getting to know each other and asking all the questions that we asked in those months prior i would not have you know been able to say yes i can stay with you you know i'm i mean in retrospect i'm glad i did i think it was talk about an immersion a full immersion into you know the life of you because then everyone you know, has access, they're coming over to the house. So like, mm -hmm. when you think about that time, what, what comes to mind for you around that day of, you know, transitioning from my parents' home, following you to your house, coming inside your house and mm. all the things that we took, that took place in those few days, what comes to mind for you? I was very aware that this had to be a surreal moment for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, did you wobble in the door and <laughs> yeah. freeze and get into a slow motion 
phase of your life like wow i can't believe i'm doing this i'm walking in the door of the letter you said will you let me into your life and open the door for me Mm -hmm. that's how it felt Mm -hmm. but inside once inside and everyone was there and we had food and we had music and your nephew couldn't stay away from you Right. to you like this is my auntie yeah so it was wonderful and you know one of the things that came up during our sunday conversations we talked about a lot of things and we unveiled our spiritual side Mm -hmm. so there were bible verses exchanged back and forth between us and i knew your favorite you knew my favorite Yours was Romans 8, 28. Mine was Jeremiah 29, 11. It's interesting that one of my brothers at my house came up to you and he was just so excited to see you. And he referenced Romans 8, 28. And you went, that's my favorite Bible verse. How did you know? He said, God must have planted it in my heart. And I remember that being somewhat of a tearful moment because how we connected, how it felt walking into the door, meeting the rest of my family, knowing that you came to meet them and spend a few days with me. Mm-hmm. But that connection right there. See, I'm telling you, God is. Mm-hmm. always on time yeah when he planted that bible verse in his heart to share with you and that is your mm-hmm. bible verse i i said okay this is it this yeah. is meant to be this is going to be a great weekend with family with me before you have to leave yeah and that that was hard because during our month, or I should say weekly telephone calls, we talked about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. We shared pictures because you didn't live that close to me. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't jump in the car and race to see each other. Okay. You know, our audience doesn't know our distance and mm-hmm. all that was entailed with you trying to find me. But during those Sunday conversations, I remember you were in the process of finishing your master's degree. Oh, right. You were preparing for a marathon. And I was like, oh, look at her. She's all sports oriented. She's so in shape. (laughs) And like me. But we talked about college, our childhood, your time in the military, our favorite foods, Mm -hmm. how we love to travel and go to wineries. I couldn't wait to come to you on your mm-hmm. turf, mm-hmm. which was when I came to your graduation right. for your master's degree. Yes. And we built on that. Mm-hmm. We included some winery trips mm-hmm. and <laughs> talked about planning future vacation trips together. Yeah. And we still do that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. And no matter how many years go by, we will always talk about our past, what we have in common, Mm -hmm. very little not in common. Mm -hmm. You seeing a reflection 
of yourself in me when we shared those pictures and how beautiful it was because you were much younger. I was younger. Mm -hmm. I don't have, I didn't have as much gray hair as I do (laughs) now, but, but we still see a reflection of each other and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. That's so impactful that you remember that, that moment with my uncle and him sharing, you know, my, my favorite Bible verse, which, you know, I'll say it out loud. Romans 8, 28, all things work together for good for those who love God. And, and I, as you were sharing that, the thing that came to mind is I feel like that more than likely allowed me to relinquish the anxiety in that moment and say, okay, this is good. This is good, you know? And, and so that, that time with you was just filled with so much of connecting and learning and revisiting past and connecting to the future. And, it was just so many positive moments. And I do remember there being some individual moments, one-on-one, you know, yes. with my sister, with my brother, with my uncles and aunts. I remember there just being those times of having one-on-one, even with my grandmother and grandfather, all interspersed, you know, over those days and just I guess like coming home, if you will, yes. to to so much. It 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 was an amazing time. And I do remember, yeah, I remember the very ugly cry at the end when it was oh, time to yes. say goodbye. <laughs> oh my god. I, 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 I'm being reminded of those pictures because my husband was, yes. you know, the great photographer that he is and he was capturing all of that and looking back, oh my gosh, those cries yes. back then. It, it was, was fresh tears. It yeah. was new. That moment when it was time for you to leave after spending a few days with me yeah. and you were walking away and then you came back to yeah. me and we had the longest hug again yeah. and cried. Because it was like, okay, when are we going to do this again? What's the next trip? What's the next opportunity that we could either jump on a plane or drive in a car Mm -hmm. to see each other again? Mm -hmm. Do you remember that during that weekend that I told everyone your husband loved to play golf and so did my Mm -hmm. brothers. So Mm -hmm. they all went golfing while we were at your grandma's house preparing gumbo (laughs) and so it was like we're preparing a big feast Mm -hmm. so when they come back we could all sit together and your husband took so many pictures it's like if I go through all of the hundreds of them Mm -hmm. we could relive that reunion as a matter of fact he made a video of it with some background music that I watch often okay but my favorite picture was when you and your sister and brother were seated on the couch at grandma's house. And it looked like one of 
them put their hands over their mouth, hands oh, over the, their ears. The scene, no yeah. evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Yes, it was yes. like the three, three of you together yeah. with the speak no evil, hear yeah. no evil, say no evil, it, 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 or hear no evil. It was, look at them. That's probably mm -hmm. how they would have played together mm -hmm. as kids growing up mm -hmm. at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so comforting to see how everyone just got into the groove, yeah. enjoying the moment, laughing, music, eating. Right. It was definitely a wonderful time to have you with me. And that's why it was so hard to say goodbye until the next time we would see each other. So yeah, a beautiful experience, but walking through the door mm -hmm. on the door that you felt I might not allow you to enter, that really touched my heart. Mm -hmm. And look at how often we've walked into each other's doors yeah, since then. Exactly. Isn't this wonderful to remember all of this good it stuff? It is. It's like the video is is coming up in my head as we're talking, you know, and I'm and I'm remembering, you know, the scenes, you know, of the movie, mm -hmm. you know, and we're breaking each scene out and talking it through in a little bit more detail. So yeah, it's been it's it's a it's an amazing, amazing journey that we've had. And, and I'm excited that we've been able to unpack so much in, in our first five episodes. And we've got, we've got lots more to talk through. Yes. And I can't really say yet. I know we want to talk about and, and, and address more content for future episodes. But but I'm I'm feeling really good about what we've what we've disclosed and shared so far. Um, yes. But I do think it would be helpful if you know our listeners, just like we had this wonderful question asked um, from one of our listeners. I would love it if if our followers would submit even more questions. Uh, I think it would be interesting to hear what they're taking out of our time and and what they may be wanting to inquire or learn more about. So we welcome you all who are listening in to submit your questions to the I Found Her podcast at Gmail. We also definitely want you guys to subscribe, follow our show, rate us, review us so that we can continue to just, you know, unpack our story and 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 just enjoy the opportunity that we have to just reconnect on so many different levels. We're going to close on this note. And so this is Tay and Roz, where we talk all things adoption and reunion, but with a twist.